0: That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. It's like when a popsicle melts and refreezes. That's what your blood is doing right now.
1: Yeah. Pour my blood on your fucking waffles, folks. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell.
0: My name is Tom Ryman.
1: And we just watched Away From Her. Yep. It's uh, (laughs) Elder Cuck. Elder (laughs) Cuck.
0: I couldn't just leave her here. We understand it is very difficult to leave a loved one in a new environment for so long.
1: I don't think I like the place.
0: I think all we can aspire to in this situation is a little bit of grace. I can't go away from you. I need to stay here, and if you make it hard for me, I might cry
1: so hard on will stuff. I'd like to make love, and I'd like you to go. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, first of all, Stephen, our Patreon producer, thank you so much. Thank you, Stephen, for uh, having us watch this uh, Canadian film. I think yes. Stephen does. I don't want to. I don't want to call it's Stephen ferociously out, Canadian. But I think Stephen's been giving us the Canadian stuff. I'm not. I'm not certain about that.
0: Yeah, we'll there might to, be multiple we'll Canadians. Have che- we'll have to double check on this information.
1: Yeah, this movie is so Canadian that they ski. They ski to get around. They just ski. Um,
0: they just go on yeah. daily ski walks. So cross country ski. skiing.
1: Yeah. So this is, um, and that's
0: not really skiing. You're just walking with skis on your feet. Come on.
1: Yeah. You're just you're just shuffling. It's ca- cross country shuffling. Um. It's bullshit. Yeah. yeah, this is um. Listen, th- so thank you, Stephen. This is um from Oscar winner Sarah Polly, who wrote and directed this film. We are going to talk about. Um, Sarah Polly won best screenplay, I believe, for Women Talking a few years back. Uh, yeah, she last also, year. I think. Yeah, she was. She's also an actress. You might know her from the Dawn of the Dead remake
0: mm-hmm. or Baron uh, Munchausen. Yep.
1: Yeah. And a few others. We or, covered a movie with her.
0: Or also The Sweet Hereafter, because yeah. this movie is damn sure a movie made by somebody who was in The Sweet Hereafter.
1: Yes. Uh, this movie is mostly just getting uh, kicked in the heart over and over again. I'll give a quick... It, so it stars um, old an old guy, and then um, fucking Julie Christie, who is Laura and Dr. Shivago, which I believe is stunt casting, because Dr. Shivago is also a very bittersweet story about a love lost. Um about, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's not the exact same thing. No. Um apparently Sarah Polly like pursued the shit out of Julie Christie for this role. So it really feels like stunt casting because she like apparently she wore her down for like a year. <laughs> well she, <laughs> so she, so she Julie Christie got
0: a an Oscar nom for this movie.
1: No shit. Mm-hmm. Good for her because she earned it. Um it's about two elderly Canadians. Um, Who have been together for a very long time, uh, which is very clear. And then one of them um, gets Alzheimer's, gets dementia. Julie Christie does um, his wife, and they make the decision together because her life starts getting a little perilous. They're in this like snowy, you know, they're in a country house, Um, and she's, you know, they show her like put the pan. She puts the pan in the freezer. They show that like she's she's slipping away um
0: yeah i really like so, how efficiently it's done because it doesn't it's very efficient the movie starts with it's already gotten so bad that they're talking about putting her in a, in a home yeah it's the first they, scene we see pretty much is them having dinner and they're washing dishes afterwards and she puts the pan in the freezer
1: they yeah they do two things it's very efficient because he they they sit down and she goes when did the last time we watched that sweater and he says i don't know the 50s and they laugh so you're like okay they've been a r- together a long time as evidenced by that line, and they're olds. And then she puts the pan in the freezer and we're like, okay, got it, you know? Yeah. Um, and she one doesn't of those even... movies. Right, and there's this moment, and I, I guess we're getting into it too, but there's a moment where she looks at him and you can't tell if she knows she did it or not. And then she leaves. Um, and I just want to flag that now because that's going to be a theme of the movie a little bit. Because So he brings her to this, uh, the, again, they decide to go to this this uh center for it's a retirement
0: home
1: a retirement home that's the word i was thinking of and they have different tiers like they have the floor that she'll be on and then there's like the floor when they've really lost it um which is like this looming threat like the second floor um and the the retirement home has this policy that's very sketchy um where they say like okay well if you leave her here you have to not visit for a month it's to help them settle in uh and so I would have said, no, we're not going here. There's but a number whatever.
0: of yeah. I want to bring. There's a number of points in this uh, movie where I h- would have ruthlessly sued this uh, retirement yes. home into oblivion.
1: Yeah, the retirement for, home is for, the uh,
0: Just wild negligence.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. This is kind of the story about the worst retirement home. So they agree to it, and then he leaves her there. He comes back a month, and she's basically forgotten him not only has she forgotten him but she is starting up a sweet relationship with another man there a a man who's in a wheelchair who can't really talk um she's taking care of him uh it should be noted that on their way to the retirement home originally she casually brings up that like 20 years ago he absolutely fucked one of his students um
0: apparently and several so like,
1: several. So like <laughs>
0: And we get the hint that it escalated with one of the students to the point where she killed herself.
1: Right. And so she's just sort of like, yeah, I didn't forget that shit, motherfucker. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah that memory's not leaving me, thank yeah. goodness. Put, all the, uh, yeah, all the good a, ones are leaving me.
1: Right, I put a pan in the fucking freezer, but I, I remember you uh, fucking well, your Thank
0: students. God I remember this tragic betrayal every day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you fucked your student into oblivion. Um, and so there's this question of is she doing this to hurt him or that's what he thinks and there's this question of like does she really know does she know um who he is what's going on and so she treats him like a guest um and it's this very kind of sad story of him trying to uh, win back his wife a little bit who is now like has the you know who's is uh really into this other guy well it's um, it's more than
0: that and, and has she's gotten him yeah she's transferred all of that longing that you would expect to be between a married couple who's been married for 45 years yeah uh, she just transfers it o- over onto this new guy who is the mayor from batman returns
1: yeah that's that's worth that's worth noting worth that noting. is anyway. in fact the mayor for <laughs> batman returns weird fucking role but yeah Um, and so it's this fucking sad ass story, um, of them, him visiting the wife of this guy and they're, it's sort of intercut with this talking it out of like, you know, your husband and my wife are now having a relationship, um, and they have fucking forgot us. Uh, and then this woman decides to take her husband out. So then he's dealing with his wife, who still doesn't remember him, mourning the loss of this man who she's put this entire relationship on. So she's just sad. And, like, again, dementia. This is a deeply fucking sad movie if you haven't yeah. figured it out yet. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, it's, it's just an exercise in heartbreak. Every scene yes. is getting your heart broken over and over again
1: exactly that's what it is and it's just like you know and we're not like there's other people in this home who's aren't being visited they're really showing us like yeah this is this is what it's like <laughs> and it sucks um and then um in what is the bittersweet moment is he well first he, f- he fucks the wife of the other guy yeah who which is olympia like, dukakis yes who is absolutely olivia dukakis olympia olympia, um, yeah. olympia where it's like for good measure it feels like i mean they just need people like it, it it's they well, don't like each other we'll,
0: we'll, we'll get into it but yeah <laughs> there's a reason why they do it
1: well yeah um but uh and then he brings her husband back to the home because his wife starts declining in health right because, she's, he, she's so depressed
0: like, over missing this dude who I, I guess she believes is her husband now or yeah it doesn't it's not clear that she believes that but it's clear that she's transferred all of the affection that she you would think she should be feeling for her husband onto this man
1: right um, and it made her feel better she was, yeah. had someone to take care of nope. so um, the idea is he loves his wife so much that he's Going to let her go because it makes her better um, to care for this man that she, you know, thinks she has a relationship because it
0: makes her with. happy.
1: Exactly. So it's the last scene is basically he brings him there, he meets her one last time. It's implied one last time. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure he visits her again, but she remembers him briefly, fleetingly, and that's the fucking end of the movie. <laughs> and then everybody's sad. Yep. I was sad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: a sad ass movie.
0: It's uh, pretty damn devastating.
1: <laughs> yeah, it it really is. And um, like, I, so I would, we haven't,
0: yeah. we haven't gone over it yet. Uh, how'd you feel about this movie, Dave? How'd you like it?
1: I mean, this is, this is tough. This is a good movie. It's extremely well-performed, extremely mal- well-made. Um, weirdly, it ra- it it rushed by, like it moved for me. I don't know why that was the case, but it, it flew by. Um, but that said, like, I wasn't really in the mood to be sad. <laughs> I, it's just a very heartbreaking movie. It's, that's very, like, I can't think of when I would ever feel like watching this movie, why I would ever watch it again, why I would have watched it in the first place.
0: <laughs> it's, it's one of the cruelest movies like this I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, it's I, I but I agree. I think it's it's obviously the performances are are great. I mean, Julie Christie got an Oscar nom. The uh, the lead actor uh, is an actor named Gordon Pinsent. Um, mm. uh, and he's very, very good. Uh, Olympia Dukakis is great. Um, even like Wendy cruson who plays like the uh, the head of the um, uh, uh, retirement home. Uh, who, oh, yeah. I believe she's from Law and Order, right? Um, but or no, the Santa Claus. I'm sorry, she's from the Santa Claus. Um, right. <clears throat> even she is good, like as this weirdly uh, just cold, like it's the, the the retirement community starts out as this inviting place and then becomes very cold and like, I mean, we'll talk about that, but all the performances yeah. are great. It's very well made. They do some uh, cool things with the visuals to evoke the theme of like uh, dementia and Alzheimer's and memory loss, like you know the the continued images of the snow. Like the first thing we see is them doing their skiing hike through the snow, and it's it's very pointed because they can see their tracks extending all the way in front of them, and we can see their tracks extending all the way behind them because this is the route they go every day, and they can clearly see all the you know the the basically the memories. Essentially, it's like it's like right symbolizes the timeline of of their life lives together, basically. Right. Um, And, you know, the the snow is a repeated image for that, like the the fleeting nature of of memory, and then they get to this whole theme of where the husband's wondering if that's really all love is. He says it seems very superficial here at the end because it was all based on her remembering who I am, and she doesn't. Um, So all of it, it, you know, it it gets these really profound... uh, a bittersweet crushing themes about loss and, and, and life and um, what it means to lose somebody you love b- uh, both um, it, in like, I guess possibly the worst way uh, because they're not really gone, but yet they are. And like J- Julie Christie's character keeps repeating that where she's like, I'm not going, I mean, I'm not gone yet, but I am going like she keeps yeah. she keeps reminding him in the first half of the movie before he drops her off at the retirement home that like this is there's nothing that's going to stop this this is happening i will be gone soon yes um and it's just man it's such it's it it's not uh saccharine at all it doesn't sugarcoat anything i mean there's a bit of fantasticalness in in how uh, agreeable Olympia Dukakis is to this whole arrangement at the end. Yeah, Um,
1: and I would say it also requires, like you said, a very suable retirement home. Right, just a completely
0: Um, criminal retirement home. But like, other than that, it, it presents like a... Really, it's sort of like a thought experiment. It's like, what if this happened? What if you dropped a loved one off at a retirement home and not only did they not remember you, but they had decided that somebody else at the home was you and so that then that, that's it you can't ever participate in their um hospice uh, or the rest of their lives really you can't really participate um yeah so it's it's a very well made movie it's like the it's like a really good song that just it's so sad you can't it's listen to it yeah that's the that's <laughs> it's the like fields is- of gold the movie dave <laughs>
1: Right. It's the, that's the hit against this movie. And it's such a funny hit where it's like, if someone said, do you like this movie? It's like, no, no.
0: It's like it, it it's, devastated me to be cheeky. Why would I
1: like this movie? Why to, would I be watching this movie like, yeah, I love this.
0: I'd settle in for away from her. I know that, yeah. to, to be a little cheeky. This is basically like the notebook if they were both fucking other people. Yes. Yeah. Like, it, it, like if, you know if another... James Garner was reading to her. Yeah, <laughs> this is also you know what this as is, she's it's... married another man at the retirement home.
1: <laughs> it's also very similar to um, Eternal Sunshine, um, which is I would say a similar idea but more fun <laughs> um, because it has cool. What's well, more hopeful because well, it also yeah, it's, it's more hopeful. Yeah. Eternal
0: Sunshine is about a much more common. It's about a breakup. Right it's about it's a thing also, that we all go through and it, you're right it is about like do i was all is all of this is all is this whole period of my life now sacrificed it's also more that. optimistic about yeah, more the optimistic, question yeah.
1: what is love is love just your memories um, can it be erased of course in inter- eternal sunshine they imply no it's more than that they're drawn right, to each other afterwards yeah. yeah but this one kind of doesn't answer that entirely it implies of like yeah like it can
0: be there's Your a, brain
1: can just yeah. choose to love this other guy
0: it doesn't um, answer it entirely there is no a, it doesn't there's a quick line well, there's a line that Olympia Dukakis says at one point where she says I think you have to decide to be happy like I always yeah. And she categorizes people of two different ways like people who are always angry that life didn't turn out the way that they wanted or people who just let it go basically and and decide and just decide well this is the situation i'm in i there's not too much i can do about it so let's just try to find the silver lining here let's just try to be happy with the situation that we're in
1: yeah i want to talk about that in in regards to the corrupt uh retirement home because that is what they're doing so the idea is there's this policy like i said that there's a month you can't no visitors for a month um and again they 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 like accept that way easier than i would because it's very clear what they're doing and the nurse later who i love the nurse in this but like she later kind of says it where she's like i don't think it's easier on the old people i think it's easier on the staff i think they do that because it makes it easier for them there's yeah. a scene where he's wa- on the second floor and there's music playing and he's like who picked the music and you realize like no one did the staff picked the music right mm-hmm. um, because these people are so far gone. We're now catering to the staff and not the uh, the people there, um, and that's a good that's a good like I think a quick way of showing like what it means to be so far gone that you've lost your your decision making entirely.
0: Yeah, you you have no barely any consideration,
1: right? And at that point, it's just the people taking care of you have more consideration. So this decision was clearly that where it's like because ultimately, like, and they do they pick a good place for it because i don't know about you i've been in a few retirement homes not personally but i've had grandparents who i had to watch go through this um
0: i mean i did hospice care for my mother yeah
1: right and um they're these weird liminal spaces because they're like people live here but it's a hospital um it has a dorm it has a community air vibe but it's also like you know there's nurses everywhere and there's and and it's so like it's just this very and it's always like in a weird building that's like could have been office buildings at one point you know what I mean where it's like this isn't really depending on the type of place you go there's some really like weird ones um, and it's like you know the the, the it's,
0: it's, it's it's this it's creating the illusion of of home in an institution like it's never right. it's unmistakably an institution
1: exactly um, and so like I think these people here like they have to deal with the fact that this isn't their new reality right and so like they don't want these people to think about the life they had that's what it ultimately comes down to it's better it's better if she forgets that she had a different life than this so she can accept this new reality basically what you're saying people you have what um she says in it where it's like people have to choose to be happy
0: um and julie christie even says that to him yeah She's yeah, like, you so- need to leave now because if you the longer we draw this goodbye out, the harder it's going to be. And I'm the one who has to stay here for the rest of my life.
1: Right. So it, I, it's implied that she knows what's going to happen when she agrees to this month long thing. She knows that she's kind of doing right this
0: because when they get when as they're as the day fi- when the day finally arrives and they're getting the car and driving there and checking her in at like at each stage of it, he stops and and is begging her, please don't do this
1: right and she again she brought up his affair so it's like she's almost trying to be mad at him Mm -hmm. so she can do this again very eternal sunshine she's making the choice to basically erase him Mm -hmm. or possibly erase him and then when he keeps starting to remind her saying like i'm your husband and stuff she's saying like stop it you know don't do this um because you can tell like she sort of remembers but she doesn't want to. the whole point is she does not want to um it's, right. it's she uh, says she knows that it's that that of course this piles on the tragedy yeah. her knowledge of like i don't get that life anymore so i have to find the happiness i can that's right in front of me and this is man's here with me
0: and you he's just a, come and visit yeah he's kind of a he's essentially a Blake slate for her. We get the impression because first of all, she says in that scene where she's like, please don't do this. She also says, um, Aubrey doesn't confuse me. Yes, So she doesn't get the conflicting feelings in her, in her mind about, like you said, Oh, I miss my old life. But also we know she still remembers that huge betrayal that her husband put her through.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. He has. Th- that's the thing. Marriages are complicated, right? Is when you yeah. when you're married to someone for 50, 60, 70 years, or however long, th- there's good and bad, and so all those memories are mixed together in this big fucking pile. Where you know the 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 goal is for the good to be more than the bad, um, and so. It's implied that, like, it's kind of a wash. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Like, once you realize that their marriage wasn't perfect and that they moved out into the country because he fucked up so bad. Because he could bad.
0: not stop fucking his students.
1: Right. Then you think, like, OK, well, it's been good recently, but it probably wasn't bad uh, good earlier. Um, and so, like, it's so complex, the emotions, that she'd rather... Because she also pretends this other guy is someone she knew from the past.
0: We think. She, it's not It's not clear. It's unclear, yeah. yeah. She says, like, oh, it turns out I knew him from years and years ago. He used to work at this hardware store when I was, uh, like, over the summers. Um, and he asks Olympia Dukakis about that later. And she's like, I don't know. I never heard anything about that. Of course, I didn't know him. I didn't grow up here during that time. So maybe it's true.
1: Right. And so there's... Yeah, so it makes sense why she would do this. There's also a weird... There's a line in this. Sometimes there's something delicious in oblivion, which again, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, it's kind of saying the same thing, right? Is there something great in not remembering, um, and not, and just being in the moment? Um, again, the, they really feel like similar well, films just different it, crafted it, different ways.
0: It, it really oh. hits it in the scene where she goes walk on her walk by herself, um, and we don't know why she's done it. Why she's by herself. It seems weird that she should be. Um, And she's looking at the trail in front of her and the trail behind her. And she leaves the trail. She goes off into the woods and lays down in the snow and makes like a snow angel and is happy. And then uh, time passes and we see the husband pulls up in his car and it's dark outside now. And and she's just standing, looking out over a bridge and she doesn't even have her skis or anything with her anymore. Um, and he leans out and says, hello there. And she says, oh, hello. And then turns back to the bridge. So it seems like she doesn't remember who she is, who he is. Yeah. But like she broke away from that tether, basically, you know, that symbolized by that track leading to back to their house. Uh, she basically she shed her memory of him and had a good time that day and like, was and was happy. Um, right. and, and not, not afraid, uh, of, of not remembering she had, she was, uh, she had bliss in the ignorance of it. So it's, and it's from that point that she becomes firm about moving into the retirement home.
1: Yes. Cause there's an implication in this and they're not, this movie certainly isn't being like, uh, ah, isn't it great to have dementia, but they're showing that aspect of it, which is like, if you, if your memories start failing you and you can either, be in this constant state of frustration or you could sort of let go. And once, and once you don't have a choice, at least you're constantly living in the moment. Right. Because that's what that means to to, like, ultimately if you can't remember, if you can't hold on to the past, um, even the very immediate past, then you can at least enjoy the moment. That's, that's, I think what they're going for there, which is like, again, she has this, Happy relationship with this guy that she constantly sees. So she's always because it gets to a point where it, even if he's visiting every day, it gets, it's going to get hazy even in that amount of time for her. Yeah. So like to have this constant there, always in the moment with her, like that, that ultimately is more valuable to her than her memories. Um,
0: I think it's like, less about what's more valuable and what's about less harmful
1: less harmful like, yeah, what's causing what's it.
0: causing her more grief what's causing her more sorrow and i think that's like it's you know it's the whole like, deciding to be happy uh it's she's in the situation she's in and it, it i i feel like the movie yeah like it's she can either cling to those memories of her past which means also cling to this great big huge hurt um that sort of dominated their lives for the past 20 years Or she can let it all go and just cling to this dude, the mayor from Batman Returns, who can't speak. Right. Right. Um, Yeah, so she does does the thing that's uncomplicated. She says, he doesn't confuse me.
1: Yeah. She should have gone with Frank. Frank rules. Remember Frank?
0: Oh, Frank, the dude that does the play-by-play for the hockey game? That guy fucking rocks.
1: So this movie isn't without some comedy. There's one part where she just says what an ugly baby really loudly, which was very funny in a yeah. in the doctor's office. But then one of the guys is clearly the one of the guys in the retirement home clearly was an ex-announcer is the implication. Oh, they tell us. Wa- they flat out tell us. Oh, they tell us. Okay. Yeah. It's cute. They're watching the hockey game and he's narrating it like an announcer. And then our main character turns down the hockey game so we can all listen to Frank because Frank rules and that's all he's doing all day. It's and it, I I love this because Frank is what like I'll be at this age. I'll be doing podcasts. You know, what I mean, where it's like when you do something for a very <laughs> long time. Yeah. And it's seared in your head. We're going to be doing Frank
0: hypecast, is. Dave. We're going to be fucking hypecasting. Right. Cooping yeah, in going our to, diapers
1: recording hypecast with a plant um just to yeah. cry, like talking yeah. to a plant <laughs> like it's you um yeah because that's what frank represents i feel like as an ex-workaholic and i'm like yeah i get frank <laughs> i understand frank yeah, i identify with um, frank yeah and he's just constantly narrowing and then of course they do i, I thought it was just a, uh it was much needed it's like one of the worst moments when like i think he's his wife is going up to the second floor finally and he's in the hallway frank walks by and he's narrowing everything he sees and then he just says like and we're passing a man who's just having his heart broken just
0: yeah (laughs) you hate to see it you hate to see Eh, it basically (laughs) is what he's saying
1: (laughs) just a devastated man in the hallway it's very it's a very funny moment in a very sad fucking movie so i appreciate it i appreciated frank
0: yeah he was a We needed, of sunshine we needed frank. yeah we needed frank
1: yeah and i mean there's old people fucking in this there is there's a lot of
0: old people fucking yeah
1: yeah they fucking they fuck to say goodbye um and then yeah and then there's
0: transactional fucks- sex yeah when he fucks olympia cop. Dukakis basically to convince her to let him take her husband back to the retirement home
1: yeah, to see he if it'll make his wife less sad. Yeah, he pimps himself out so he can cuck himself to his to his wife. He sure does because <laughs> that's how much
0: he loves her. It's, it's a complicated man, situation. It's a, it's a complicated. It's it, man marriage is is complicated. Right. You've, well, been, you've been married for like half a century and you're devoted to a person it's like yeah what would like i said it's the thought experiment nature of this film that's just like man
1: this stage (laughs) is complicated like i um you know one of my one of my grandparents um i lost my grandmother way earlier and then he went my grandpa went to um, one of these retirement homes and they he talked about how like there's like dating and stuff and he was like, "I don't know. I was thinking of maybe <laughs> getting back into it." Um, and it's that's weird, right? Like that's a weird thing to have to think about at that age. I mean, it's where not it's weird, like, compa- but- well, no, it's more like the companionship stuff. Where it's like, it's not. It's like it's just a. It's a weird idea, right? Where it's this all these people, and it's not like they have exes anymore. They have one huge relationship that they had, um, and it's like this stuff with him with. um you know, um, Dukakis is like a little bit of that Where it's like they're kind of also Like it feels like companionship is still important But it's like they're never going to get over The person in their lives It's just a weird It's a weird stage of life, you know Romantically yeah. wise
0: Again, it's, it's, like, it's, it's people kind of Making these, these Sacrifices, you know uh, Just to secure th- What happiness they can Basically Right, And, and, and it like, seems like the thing that makes that, that uh, the husband has decided is going to make him happy is to make sure that his wife is happy. Right. And like he, he decides, I guess he's decided, you know, in light of the big hurt, that's why it's there. That's why they keep bringing it up that he, I, he owes it to her basically.
1: Yeah. They're creating and, a situation yeah. where like they don't highlight as much the pain of being in one of these places. They almost make it like seem like it's better on the inside to some extent because she at least gets to find this happiness and his happiness is to I, just watch I dis-
0: it. I disagree, but they, I think they just well, it's with I think it's done with a light touch.
1: It's done yes, it's done with a light touch and it's not the main point of the movie. Yeah. Like there's the part where the old ladies are hitting on him. And she's like, "You're a charmer, aren't you?" And then when he says he's taken, she's like, oh, "All the charmers are taken or dead."
0: Yeah, um, but then of so course you see that same character in the one of the very next scenes where it's everybody coming, all the families coming in for Christmas dinner, and her family is one of the first ones that leave. And you see over yeah. the montage, as all the all the families are leaving, she's one of the people that never gets up from the table. She just sits there staring at her coffee, like I know, she's it's very bleak. sad. It's bleak. Yeah. It's, so it's this
1: <laughs> idea of like again it's like they it's like summer camp they have to treat it that way in order to get by right where it's like we just have to like fuck and have fun with who we have yeah um and f- hopefully forget about this old life we used to have um so it is sad it's definitely sad don't get me wrong um
0: and then of course like, uh, Wendy Krusen, as the head of the facility is um Man, almost. She's like so. I'm. I'm trying to find the right word to describe her. Because when you first meet her, she has this officiousness that is comforting. Like she's so in. She's so in charge. Like she's taking the husband through the tour. Um, she brushes by the unpleasantness. Like everybody says hello to her. Um, you know, all that we see all the residents yeah. saying hello to her, and she exchanges very brief pleasantries with them. Right, um, because they
1: don't. They don't know any better with her like the she's she's not she's not mustache twirling villain no she's just
0: she's just the when she just the dismissiveness of the unpleasantness of their retirement home Like she dismisses all of it And we You know Or or like downplays it Or minimizes it Or like smooths it over For him And in that adi- in initial In that initial scene Yeah we're she's g- selling it Right we're grateful to her For doing that Because we've just seen How difficult this is for, We know how badly yeah. He's wounded doing this But as the movie progresses And she maintains That level of Dismissing anything That's unpleasant So she never talks to him About what has clearly happened <laughs> With this <laughs> wife Um, and anytime he brushes up against maybe bringing up hey this is kind of fucked up that you guys allowed this to happen like you've really made this a lot more complicated for both me and her and also fucking aubrey and his wife and their family like what the fuck kind of place are you running here yeah but she's she's such that you know, just moves through it so quickly, you know, exchanging one or two words with people and, and just dismissing the unpleasantness. Like, Oh, like in the, in the last scene when like he's standing outside of his wife's room and Aubrey's inside and they're in this weeping embrace because Aubrey's wife has decided to take him out of the, uh out of their retirement home because of what's fucking happening. And yeah. she just comes up and it's like, ah, man, I wish his wife would get here. He's dragging this out. Like the longer, the longer it drags out, the harder it's going to be for it. like, she's not even acknowledging <laughs> the no. fucking devastating thing that's happening here. She's just like, boy, I wish she'd hurry up and, and pick this dude up so we can get on with it. It's so they, cold.
1: Yeah. I think so. There's her and there's a the nurse. Um, and I think they kind of represent two sides of the, you know, the, two sides of the same coin essentially. Yeah which yeah. is that when you work in this industry and I've talked to people, you know, I have a friend who works in the ER. I've, I, I know several nurses where you work in an industry where you just sort of are casually hit with tragedy all the time. Um, your brain has to do one of two things, right? It has to, well, it has to do one thing. It has to figure out how do you cope with that? Right. Yeah. And you either cope with it by not seeing them as people anymore, or you, I don't, I don't fucking know, honestly, what your brain does for this, but I have seen it. The other nurse is basically like, she's patient. Like they show this part where the guy's doing playing horseshoe and he throws it and then he just stands there and then she's picks it up and says like, oh, here you go. Try to pick it up next time. Next time, just go pick it up. Um, and then she talks to him the guy throws the horseshoe and doesn't pick it up again. And she walks over and picks it up again for him. So she's showing this like very polite patience, right? Where it's like, it's her job to do this. It, like she'd rather not have to pick up this horseshoe every fucking time, but she will. Right. And like the way she talks to him when she's out, like having a cigarette and talking to him, she talks to him like a human being. She talks about her, like a human being, like about his wife Like she recognizes that they're human beings and being compassionate while still having the understanding of like, this is just, this is what happens. Like she's probably seen versions of this a million times. So she's able to put up those shields to protect herself from fucking sobbing every night um, while still maintaining a humanity. And it's clear that the woman running the place just doesn't have that in her. And so like, she's not a villain, but she's not; she's not good at her job.
0: She's completely. She shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, she's completely jettisoned the, her ability to be compassionate. Yeah, and
1: to think a, it's compassionately. Very, like it's a that's very why superficial, superficial compassion. There. Right. That rules there there in the first place for this reason is that for her it's all about ripping off the Band-Aid, which I can see. So I can see her thinking that's a compassionate argument, right? Like it's this idea. Like you could argue that the two these two employees they're the two main ones we deal with represent those two philosophies which is like the bliss of simply forgetting versus like no you can't you simply can't do that you know like where you have to reconcile with your past etc mm-hmm. where it's like she for her for this woman running it it's just she's convinced herself it's more humane to do this to rip off the band-aid to let them forget and just be in this state of bliss and oblivion whereas like there's still a lot of pain there right it's ultimately just easier for her
0: yeah there's a question there too that's never explicitly said but obviously it's woven throughout is do you have some sort of obligation do you have an obligation to your loved ones in this situation Right. Like, because in because the ripping off the band aid thing, it's it's such a great way to describe it, because to her, it is like that, like ripping off the aid is something you do when you're teaching somebody how to ride a bike or right. like uh, it's 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 an obstacle that will soon be surmounted. And in the past, this is not that this is right. the final stage of these people's lives this is the end for them this is not a hurdle that they're gonna overcome this is it yeah. but it's not for her so it, it it's just completely it's like so transparently just about her but then right. it's woven into it uh, that idea it's it, it's also attached to the, the the that idea that I was uh, bringing up about if you're in this situation does the Does like Julie Christie have an obligation to her husband at all? Like, do you have an obligation to your loved ones uh, to take their their pain and what they're going to go through into into account when you do something like this? And, you know, it's that's a big question for like, you know, assisted suicide and stuff like that. But
1: all right. Do you mean does the husband have an obligation to Julie Christie? No,
0: no, no, no. Other way around.
1: Oh really? Because I think that's the big question too, right? Which is simply Yeah, we see him um, make
0: we see him wrestle with what his obligation is to her and, and what right. and it's it's less of obligation, it's like it's how he feels about her. Like he loves her. Uh, right. he he fucked up. Like he did a hor- a horrible betrayal. Um that's very difficult to forgive, but like it's very clear that he is completely attached to her it's he's completely devoted to her but we don't get we don't ever get to see her point of view but yeah
1: it's yeah it's more like this idea of like so say you have a loved one who is in one of these retirement homes and has forgotten you there's this very easy like way to think of it of going like well why even visit them it's just hurting us right like that feeling but it's like yeah if you truly love someone you just want to see them first Mm -hmm. of all um, and then, second of all, like him realizing, like, okay, I'm going to see her. Does it matter that she sees me or, like, understands who I am? Like, what, it, yeah, what does it mean to have love? Does love have to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Does it need to be. Does rec- it have to
1: go both ways? Yeah. Does it
0: need to be reciprocated? Um, exactly. At, especially um, at this stage. I mean, the answer before right. would be yes, it does. But, like, at this stage in this situation, do I need that right now? Yeah.
1: Right. And so it's like, it's. He's trying to. He's basically fulfilling his side of this love that they have. Yeah,
0: and you Um, you see him like accept each stage of it. Like he's like at first he does leave, but then he comes back, and then it's like, and then we have the scene where it's like, well, I just want to sit here and watch. Like I know she's not paying any attention to me, but I just like to look at her and see that she's okay. And then he it leaves even like it doesn't matter that she knows who i am no it doesn't and then he goes to the he leaves that behind when he's like well i want to read to her even though it's like breaking my heart He like he's right. trying to do everything he can to make her feel better and be mobile after aubrey gets moved out so it's like we see <laughs> him shed all every layer of that basically as the movie progresses
1: it's the same it's a very it's the same relationship that if the uh if a guy did this in his thirties with someone, he only been together for six months would land him in jail. Right. Different type of one-sided love, but him being like, I just want to show up and watch her for a while. Yeah. I just want to see her from afar.
0: You know what I mean? Um,
1: (laughs) No, but that's what it is. Like, that's what's funny about it is it's, he's stalking her. Essentially it's one-sided, but it's not like, it's not like it isn't is bad or something. It's basically how we have cats, cats. They don't love us, but we love them. You know, we just like <laughs> Keep have these, yeah, yeah, we have these giant ants in our house that were like, "I don't care that they there's nothing going on, there's nothing, they don't care for us, but I love them, and I'll feed them and take care of them, like he it's just yeah, it's it's a really good, like you like a thought experiment, like we said, like about what it means to love someone and what conditions like there are, like if you truly love someone. In this situation, you have to love them in a way where they're not going to love you back. You're you, it's you're not going to get that love back from them. Um, and that is, yeah, tragic. It's fucking devastating, you know?
0: What do you think about the ending? Do you think he goes through with his plan to wheel Aubrey in there? Or do you think he's like, well, she remembers me now. Maybe would bringing Aubrey in at this moment be too devastating of a confusion for her.
1: That's a great question.
0: Yeah. They really like the ending really is surprisingly ambiguous.
1: Yeah. I sort of assumed he went through with it. um, Because I think ultimately it's what she's been saying throughout, which is like, I'm going, I'm going to be gone.
0: Yeah. And it Um, seems as though he's made his peace with it at that point.
1: Yeah. And the movie makes the case for that ultimately, which is that like, it's better in this case to simply forget and live in the moment for her. Like that's, what's going to help her. Again, it's the opposite of eternal sunshine, which in this case, like, you know, if they were young, that'd be one thing. In this case, it's like, no, it's, it, it's not, doesn't change their past. You know, um, it, it's really about like, what does she need right now? And that love that she has for him, ultimately while well imprinted as another guy is still like, it's the same love, right? Like, yeah, it's just directed in the wrong place to some fucking weirdo from the mirror. Yeah. Just,
0: um, just some fucking guy. Yeah.
1: We don't know anything about <laughs> don't know
0: anything about him. I, we know that, we know, part where we know he, that he invested his money poorly. That's he drives him to,
1: him. right. he drives him to cuck his wife they're just, like, silent. That was such an awkward fucking drive. He
0: can't, he can't speak, so. Yeah.
1: I wanted him to just reach over and, like, flick the guy's ear or something.
0: Yeah. Just like, fuck <laughs> you, man. <laughs>
1: fuck you. Now go fuck my wife.
0: Get you in there. Fucking dirtbag.
1: You get in there and you fuck my wife or I'll come for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we never we never know what this other guy's deal is. It's no. implied. It's implied that like whenever he comes visits, he like gets needier. It's sort of implied. Oh yeah, that he like wants her. Oh, attention. he's he's
0: definitely competing for her attention with him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like that's But pretty there's clear. no.
1: You don't know how much he knows. You right, know, he could right. just be a complete dirtbag of like, yeah, this is my deal. This is what I do. I find the the them old broads with no memories. I tell him I'm their their ex lover. i like, get in there. Like we don't know, we don't know what this guy's up to, but it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, <laughs> shifty fucking mayor. <laughs> you
0: know, when he stood by helpless as a baby. Hmm. Yeah. He's going to loo- lose a runoff to to Oswald Cobblepot.
1: Yeah, he will. Uh, does he, he does, doesn't he?
0: Uh, no, he doesn't. He comes close.
1: <laughs> he comes close. Way too close. Like, <laughs> sorry, I know this isn't about that movie, but like that should be a sign, right? When you're yeah, like, when you almost I lose almost a, a fucking to a,
0: special election to, us
1: to a guy named the penguin who like yeah. tried to kill all the babies. <laughs> like that's, that means I probably need to do better.
0: Well, I got an image problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a bit. People saw this guy and said, well, why not?
0: What about the hideous penguin man? Yeah. From the sewer.
1: <laughs> Can't do worse. I mean, it's true, like he's got a Batman running around, he's got that Joker. Like, he did not do good job. He hasn't mirror. done well. He, was a he hasn't mirror. done well. Yeah.
0: It's a different yeah. mayor from the first one. The mayor in the first one was a really old guy. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Because yeah he, I don't think he that guy got reelected. Good. Or the Joker killed him, one of the two. <laughs> anyway.
1: Who can say? We're
0: pretty far afield. I think uh any final thoughts on uh away from her?
1: Uh, listen, I this is a very good movie. Um, I don't know when anybody would watch this. I just don't if you like sad movies, um, I guess there there are there are genre of people, right, who watch sad movies who love sure, yeah. this shit. Um, so if you like shit like the notebook and you wanna be devastated, but it's also bittersweet. Like it's not just it's not just kicking you while you're down, like it's not just tragedy porn. And what I mean by that is like it has something to say and it's trying to be more bittersweet, but boy is it fucking bitter. It's very it's very sad and, and um
0: it's it feels cruel in a lot of places. <laughs>
1: it feels cruel, but it's not unrealistically cruel. I
0: no, would say. no, it's not outsized or, or anything.
1: No, it's it's like it's a very it's thing. a very
0: humble cruelty, Dave.
1: Yeah yeah a movie about a retirement home in general is always going to be some element of cruel, right because yeah, yeah. it's like yeah let's 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 take a peek and see what's going on in the retirement home. oh okay, not good things
0: right <laughs> oh, all bad things okay
1: yeah <laughs> it's just it's the fucking green mile they're all just on death row and um just sitting there just just being old and fucking
0: um, yeah I mean that's that part's not so bad.
1: The fucking again. If you so, if you like uh, old people fucking, this movie's for you. There's that. It has that.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's no. To be clear, there aren't any sex scenes. There's just old people laying under blankets having just fucked.
1: Yeah, but when do you get like that for someone who's into old people fucking? That's cold, right? That's
0: true. That's pretty thrilling. So yeah, you should check this out. Yeah, that's
1: more than you knew normally. Let's uh, let's Um, wrap
0: this up, Dave. I don't know what we're doing.
1: um all right well I, yeah i have no other final thoughts i guess
0: it's a good movie it's a good movie it's just, movie. The, it's just the, hard the to watch papery sound of old sex
1: mm-hmm. um so thank you Stephen, for that thank you for elder cuck the movie um <laughs> this was through our, our patreon the cuck notebook did this yeah
0: <laughs> the cuck book
1: the cuck book yeah that's what it's called uh <laughs> <laughs> this is through our patreon patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed unemployed g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed uh for five dollars a month you get access to exclusive podcasts like tom and jeff watch batman fox molders maniac star trek the next futurama Spielboys. boys uh we watch movies every friday night with our patrons as well uh and there's all sorts of things on there so check it out check out our discord as well great community
0: Yeah, we have lots of lovely tiers on our Patreon. We also have a store. Head over to gameplayunemployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So Slap your
1: (laughs) Your old balls on that.
0: Slap your old balls peepers onto that. I was going to say cucked peepers, but that's not shouldn't Mm. say that. That's not a way to say it. I don't. don't, That's not the thought I want to leave you all with. Old balls. That's the one. Old
1: balls old balls rambling off podcast plugs and old folks home like yep.
0: staring at a wall
1: yeah <laughs> uh, oh i'm definitely uh, i'll be able to do the patreon fucking plug uh when i'm when i'm old
0: oh yeah no that's one of the, that's gonna definitely be like the last thing i say yeah as as my brain dies
1: yeah um all right <laughs> <laughs> some nurse is just like i guess i should check out his I guess patreon you
0: check out his patreon <laughs>